This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. Talk a lot about dating apps, bios, pictures, what to put, how to sound. Check it out, enjoy it, share with friends. J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Say if you're glad you're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a user-driven show. It doesn't happen without you, the listener. If you stop listening, we stop existing. If you stop telling a friend, we stop growing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Keep doing that. Keep telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mother, a father, anybody with ears. We'll take them. And you know the premise. If you're a first-time listener or if you haven't been here too long, we take emails from listeners and give them advice. That's really all we do. I have some great guests on, and I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, she's new to the podcast. I've known her for a little while, but I'm very excited to have her. Super funny. Kay Brown, thank you for coming on. Hey, how's it going? Great to see you. <laughs> nice to see you as well. <laughs> uh, at... K York City on Instagram. That's it. Go follow her. So funny. So great. Um, you work at Betches. I do. What do you do for them? Um, I am the social media producer, so I do Instagram stories. I make memes. Um, anything that involves like social media presence, um, I handle that for the office. It, it feels like this is like the dream job for a lot of people <laughs> out there, right? Yeah. It honestly, it it actually was my dream job because. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I've been following them since like 2011 and mm -hmm. um, I reached out to the girls over Facebook back in 2011 yeah. and sent them a message and I was like, hey, this is Kay, like, love your shit, want to work for you. Mm -hmm. Didn't hear anything back and then like two and a half years later, mm -hmm. I reached out again over LinkedIn and heard back and uh, here I am. Wow, that's <laughs> cool because you, you saw what they were doing. You're like, that's something that I could be helpful for and be a part of and you know mutually beneficial type of thing yeah it's awesome i mean it's a great company to work for and it's fun and who it's doesn't cool. like memes it's cool for me because i've been you know i've been working with them for a long time just on like you know shows or whatever it might be and i've known you know the betches for a long time it's just cool to see it grow into like a company yeah it's unreal like when the even the past like you know year and some that i've been there it's it's grown so much. I mean, I was the eighth person there, and now we're at 17. So. It's great. And I walk in there, and I'm like, this is what it's all about. You know, you've created a company. You've created a culture. You guys hang out together. It's kind of like yeah. you walk in there, you feel like you're at a sorority house <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's really <laughs> – but it's nice. It's uh, You see a lot of um, – in this day and age, and you know this being, you know – 
the meme queen, you know, yourself <laughs> and doing your own social media stuff. Yeah. Um, this is the day and age of saying what you are before being what you are. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, I'm a boss, bitch. You know, not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's that, what's that saying? Oh, uh, um, uh, boss lady, not boss lady, um, girl boss. Girl boss yeah. and boss bitch <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm going to fuck you or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, but what are you doing? Are you working? Right. Are you hustling? And like, you walk into that office and there's just a hustle and a buzz going on. So it's very cool. And, yeah. uh, and your stuff is so funny. You got great stuff on, on Instagram. I love watching you. your stories. Thank you. <laughs> so all of you guys should go follow Kay on Instagram at KYorkCity, at KYorkCity on Instagram. A couple announcements. It's Friday, people. Welcome to the Friday episode. We got a live J Train podcast Monday, February 26th. We're already sold out, baby. So cool. Sold out. Village Underground. So if you're coming, get ready to come and be happy to be there and be pumped. We're really going to have a great show. Special guests, uh, emails, long hello, videos. We're doing some news stuff. It's going to be fun. I got a band. It's going to be really a good time. So if you don't have a reservation, what I would encourage you to do is the day of, we're going to release a few more tickets. So go to ComedyCellar.com, get those tickets, make sure you're there, make sure you're there early and ready to go. Um, other announcements, I'm going to be in Chicago at the Zanies, April 22nd and 23rd, Chicago, April 22nd and 23rd, March 10th, I'm going to be at Side Splitters in Tampa, come out to that. And uh, what else do we got? Laughable. If you're listening to podcasts, you should be listening on the Laughable app. That's a great way to find other podcasts that I have been on. Also, my friends at the Great Fantastic, the sweatpants overalls, they are running out of supplies. So if you go to greatfantastic.co on Instagram, you can go see what they're pushing. Uh, let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. K York City on Instagram. Hey. K uh, is what I keep hearing an excuse or the truth. Okay. Over the past couple of years, I've been online dating. It's hard because you come into some someone's life not knowing what else is going on in their life. There could be so many factors. Ex, for, uh, friends with benefits, exes, multiple other girls. They're simultaneously meeting online, etc. It sometimes feels like th throwing spaghetti at a wall to see what sticks, except that everything eventually dries up and falls off. Anyway, my question is this. Three of the guys I've met, I had a few great dates with. They're, they're a rarity and I actually felt a connection with have gone out with me for a couple of weeks and then told me that an ex has come back into their life or someone they've wanted to date with uh, for a while, used to be friends with whatever. At first I thought this, uh, I bought the story. Now that this is the third person who has told me, I'm beginning to wonder if it's true or if it's a lie to get out of telling me the reason. By the way, in case it matters, I'm 34 years old and I think I'm an 888. We have a rating system here on the podcast. Okay. This is a female that's written in. She considers herself an 888, face, body, personality. Oh, cool. Got it. Um, guys or girls who can use it. Is telling this fib a thing that I'm unaware of or do I have really bad luck? What do you think? Have you heard this before? Um, I mean, like, I've, I've definitely gone out with guys that I thought were great and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, yeah, I'm starting to date my ex or like I'm starting to see my ex again. But I feel like... That's hard because you don't really, like, I mean, unless you know, like, their actual history with that ex, like, how sure. long they've been with them or whatever, like, you don't really know. It could be an ex that they only saw for, like, a few months, but I don't know. It's, uh... This excuse to me isn't so far-fetched. No, this is so a it, real thing. This is a real thing. That's why, like, I don't care. I know it's happened to this, uh, this, this, this girl three times. So to her, she's like, well, this must be the new lie people are right. talking. But... 
it's not that far. If it is the lie, who gives a shit? Let's talk about the the explanation itself, why this is happening. We're keeping in touch with exes and friends with benefits. We're keeping in touch with more people than we've ever kept in touch with before. Yeah, like social media too, especially. S- social media, these small touches, these likes, seeing someone who watched your story. There's so many ways to reignite with a past partner <laughs> that we never had before that these this whole this becoming three times it could have happened three times for you but for those three guys in three very different ways one guy could have been texting with the girl still that he was hooking up with another guy could have seen the girl looking at his instagram stories and then reignited through that another guy could have had someone like her his facebook profile post so they they all come back to the same central story of old fling reignited which listen that's the I. This is me understanding where they're coming from. Yeah. I don't think this is a thing. I think this is a general thing. I can definitely, I can definitely see it happening. Like, I mean, there's even this one guy that I was like hooking up with, and then we kind of like went our separate ways. But sure. then um, I saw him pop up like on the Explore feed, and I went and I liked his post, and like, sure enough, he yeah. was like, "LOL, who? Like, look who it is!" Look like who's over, back. like on text message. So yeah. I mean, nothing really happened out of that. But that's, I mean, that's but that's one the little way thing. it goes. Yeah. So, like, Think about like if you lost, like think about before you could save numbers in a phone. Mm-hmm. That if you met someone, went on dates, hooked up, lost their number, that's done. That's done. Forget it. How are you finding that person? <laughs> yeah. You, what are you going to go to the park they hang out at? Like yeah. a weird stalker. This is just we have. We're using the tools that we have, and this is just the reality. So whether this could have happened for those three guys is. The first answer to your question is, of course. Yeah, that's easy. I mean, this is so easy to happen. Is this a thing guys are telling women? I don't think so. I don't think this is like what our go-to as a lie. The other problem I think this girl has and a lot of women have is they want to investigate the reason as if some guy can tell them why they how they could be better for another guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, every girl, I mean, at least I know I am like, I'm looking for like some sort of excuse, like why he didn't like me or like why he wasn't into me. And so, I mean, even if it was just like, oh yeah, I've gotten back together with my ex or whatever, at least like I have that thing in my head. It makes me feel a little better, even though I'm still like irate about it. (laughs) See, I I don't think that's going to, I hate this idea of asking for reasons. Yeah. Like she says, is, is he telling me the real reason? Who the fuck cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It didn't really matter. work out. Just move the fuck on. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, like, you know, I, it feels like from a guy's perspective that a lot of girls want to hear the real reasons so that you can devastate them to a point where they can't like you anymore. So, you know, what they want to do, they want me to be like, oh, the reason we broke up is uh, you're a fat bitch. And it's like, like, I would never say that or do I feel that way? But I think they want that answer because at least it gives them like, well, at least that guy is out of my life because I have a reason that we can torch him at the brunch next week. That's, I mean, that's how I mean, even just like regular breakups. Like, I mean, if you and a guy actually break up that you've been in a relationship with, it's always easier when they've like fucked up really bad instead of like it being like, we're just not like right for each other. Like girls will will rather fix a bad project than find a new one. Absolutely. So for you're looking for reasons because you want someone to be such a bad project that they're unfixable. Mm-hmm. In this case, she's like, these are three guys that 
maybe I didn't like this, this, and that, but they're three guys that would have been viable options. Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't want to give up viable options, so I need them to look at me and go, fuck you, you cunt. You know, like, <laughs> so she feels better, which So is she insane. feels better, which is great. Now, she's not crazy, but that's no. the craziness that we're dealing with. Yeah, having to have that sort of, like, not validation, but, like, that... Um... You need... A lot of people need the person who ended it with them to be so vile that they're just undateable for anyone in the mm-hmm. world. So that so, way you can shit on them and, like, talk to your friends about them, and then everybody's and like, feel yeah, feel good about moving on. You yeah. didn't leave a place where there was, you know, there was nutrients still to be found off the vine. I mean, I'm totally a culprit of all of these things. Uh, we all do it. <laughs> That's the thing, and this is what this podcast is about, is just, like, sure. commiserating that we... We do these things, but it's also like you're not going to find an answer that's going to satisfy no. you. It's junk food. You're not going to get it. It's mm-hmm. not going to fill you up. No, it's just going to honestly make you feel worse. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with K York City. What K up? Brown at K York City. Go follow her on Instagram. Spring break. Spring break. What's that like? I feel like. Have you been on spring break? <laughs> I haven't been on spring break in forever. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Jared Locomotive, Mr. Shelby Royston, an esteemed guest. Let me set the stage for you. School, middle tier Midwestern school with a slowly declining Greek life and football program. Spring break destination, Vegas. Dilemma. I've never been. How can I maximize my experience while also minimizing the amount of L's taken? What do we think? <laughs> How to spring break in Vegas? Um, I've been to Vegas a lot of times. And the first couple of times I went, I had uh, a boyfriend. So if you're in a relationship, do not recommend. Boring. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to make it. Um, it's not going to make it any more fun because usually like you go to Vegas as a girl to get all the free shit. And if you're going with your boyfriend, you're automatically going to have to pay for things. Uh, and it's going to be even worse. Yeah. So um, you go to Vegas with a bunch of girlfriends. You find some sort of like promoter, whether it be online, ask your other sure. friends. Um, they'll get you some sort of table and then you meet other people there. You just have to like, yeah, you find all of the ways that you don't have to pay for shit and guys are going to ruin that for you. So if this is a dude, you fucked. Yeah, if get you're a dude to going money. to Vegas, you're going to spend money no matter what. Like If you're a girl, you're going to the land of plenty. Yeah, absolutely. Both dick and, <laughs> and booze and yeah. uh, everything. You can get whatever you want for free in Vegas if you're a girl. Really? You just, ha- you just have to like know the right people and like... Absolutely. How do you, so the, the the promoter scene there, that's who you get involved with. Yeah, you got to get involved with the, prom, the promoters. Like I um, reached out to a couple girlfriends that I know had been to Vegas a bunch of times or um, some that had like lived there. And they're sure. like, oh, yeah, this hook up with this guy. Like he'll be able to get you whatever. And so me and my girlfriends, we called him. He brought us to, like a table at like Steve Aoki's booth and uh, Hakkasan. We were like in Steve Aoki's booth. Like really? it was and we didn't have to pay for anything. We had bottle service. We had all this stuff. And I mean, just this is kept great going. advice for women. I love this. <laughs> This is so great. This is feminism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Listen, take what you can get. And so, like, yeah, um, I mean, it was a lot of, like, late nights. You have to make sure you, like, sleep during the day. You have to either pick, are you going to go out all night or are you yeah. going to go out during the day? And I, I think also to add on to this advice, for the dudes out there, I was just in Vegas. I did shows out there. For the dudes, you need to find this promoter person that you guys are all going to split the cost with. Yeah. You get one guy that helps you throughout that whole weekend and that guy is basically put on retainer. Mm-hmm. So you basically like you all chip in you know whatever the amount of money is to get him to get to make you a chick. Yeah. So you have to pay the dude tax. Yeah, so basically. like the minimum amount that you'd have to pay. But this guy can do it for women can also do it for men. Yeah. But you just it's going to cost you money. Mm-hmm. The guys that are paying him money 
are offsetting the payment for him to bring girls like you to their party. Exactly. Like we had a few guys that um, I knew in Vegas and I was like, hey, come out to the club with us or whatever. We have a promoter. But still, they had to pay, you know, like 100 bucks or whatever to get in, even though they came late. And mm. so we're still at our table and we're our friends with the promoter. They still had to pay. And then like we got it. Us girls got invited to like a pool party the next day. But the guys yeah. still had to pay regardless. My friends did this. They went to they went to Vegas. I didn't go on this trip, but they had a guy and just like you said, it's passed down from past Vegas trips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can find these promoters because if you post anything on Vegas, they'll comment on Instagram posts too. Immediately. If you use like the hashtag Vegas, they'll be like, oh, let me let me help you. And these are just, and it sounds a little shady, but these are just industrious people that are in the area. Yeah. And it, also, girls, if you need a Vegas hookup, like I have one. <laughs> at KRC City on Instagram. <laughs> but I'm saying they, even the guys, like if you go to those promoters that you know in, in Vegas, mm -hmm. They're going to have a price for those guys, too. Absolutely. And this is the whole Vegas thing is get ahead. Get ahead. Be prepared. You've never been prepared in your life. Yeah. Now is the time to be prepared to say, hey, Friday night we're doing this. Saturday night we're doing this. Sunday morning we're doing this. Mm -hmm. We fly back Monday. Vegas we hate is ourselves. not for the ill-prepared. Like, you have to have everything laid out. Like, you have to have everything planned out. Um, this is the one place that you have to know what you're doing. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Bios. Which bios? Yo, J Train. Dude, email. Cue the music. Ooh, yeah. A dude email. Longtime listener, your podcast got me through college internships now, getting me through my nine to five. Thank you for that. But I've got a question for you t about Tinder. What the fuck should I put in my bio? I've thought about using corny pickup lines like what a coincidence I like pizza and dogs too and or looking for someone to steal my clothes, but I'm afraid the humor might not transfer well. So my question is, what's in your bio? Should it be funny? Should it be serious? Help. P.S. Here's an opportunity for you to plug. Uh, oh, this is an old email. So what do you think? What's your bio? Do you have any thoughts? Um, my bio uh, says I make memes and I like to party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Which I mean, it's like short, concise, like to the point, like I'm on a dating app, so I'm not going to put this. I feel like anybody who has more than like two sentences written in their bio is like a psychopath. <laughs> That's funny. Like, I like that. Like the, I like long walks on the beach or like I have like four cats and this and that. Like if you're telling me too much information, I already know that like. You're exhausted. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. These apps are meant to be a quick, it's called Tinder for a reason. Yeah. A little, little spark. A little spark, yeah. They. It is not, and I do know what you're talking about. You see those long bios and you're like, oh, is this what a date is going to be? Do I have to... Do I have to fucking study for this day? I know. Or like they have like 10 emojis in a row and I'm trying to figure out which emoji uh, is like to which. to your life. And like, and if, yeah, I'm like trying to like what read the, this. This person surfs, you yeah. know, like I, but I do. Uh, or the flags the, and I'm trying to like <laughs> decipher yeah, where these countries are from. What like, mix is this? If I'm Googling yeah. this, your bio, there's a problem. I, I'm, I, I do, um. Everything you said is correct. I love your bio because you know what? And I'll say it to this guy. Um, here's the thing with any bio. Positive, fun. You, you're meeting someone. Yeah. This isn't you, all the stuff. The, when I see women with like, I like this, I want this, and no hookups, and I'm not going to fuck a guy. Oh my God, and get stop. the hell out of here. 
there. You know, you're like, oh, my God, you're not uh, you seem like you have more issues with dating than you should admit. And I think a lot of women, you know, they they're so afraid of getting burned, which I get. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're an able bodied person as well. Yeah. So don't don't, you know, submit yourself to this. Like there's no superior gender. No. You're the same as me. I'm the same as you. So go out there and maybe get hurt too. And or, like, you know, live protective. You know, live live protective. Don't let the app be some sort of contract that someone's signing. Much. It's too much. And, um, and, I, and I found out, like, I used to, like, when I first started these dating apps, I used to have, like, no hookups, like, here for, like, boyfriend material only, like, that sort of, like, yeah. garbage in my bio. But then I found out that um, I was having more hookups with that written in my bio exactly. <laughs> than when I took it out. It's, it's one of those things that's like, a, a, yeah, if you say it enough, it will come yeah, true. Yeah, it's like, I was getting laid all the time and then I took it out of my profile and now I'm like, where are you? Like rage swiping sure. on Bumble at I think, I think the important thing with any bio, be positive, be someone that you would want to meet. And like, want to meet. Like if you, like, if you're going on these apps and you're not happy to be there, don't go on them at all. Yeah. That's really the the thing with all dating apps. Because if you're, because I see a lot of bios where it's like this one. Um, what a coincidence. I like pizza and dogs too. What a miserable fuck you are. You know, yeah. like I, I hear what you're like. I get the joke. I do get the joke. But it doesn't have any humility. It acts like you're above. You're, you're yeah. better than the room that you're standing in. You're standing in the Tinder bar. OK, uh -huh. you're not better than the bar that you're in. Exactly. So if you're going to be there, be fucking happy to be there. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like when you're. It's like your you own like that you're there. You go to a family affair. And if you're miserable at your family party and your parents look at you and go, cheer the fuck up. Bring it. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> be in the moment. Stop being such a miserable sack. Mm -hmm. And it's the same for dating apps. You're in a bar. And if you're miserable in the bar, no one wants to come talk to you. No. If you're happy in the corner saying, I like memes and getting fucked up. Yeah. That's what I want to hang out with <laughs> yeah, in this absolutely. Tinder bar. And that's not, you know, so I think the one thing I say to guys with the bios, my bio is on Bumble. It was always uh, finally an app that makes me feel like a lady. Because the girls were talking to you yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that is uh, one thing. That's a that's a guy playing. I think if I was going to explain it, why I think that like breaks down walls a little bit. You're being vulnerable. You're saying I'm a lady now. Mm -hmm. You know, you're saying I'm I'm going off brand. Off brand. You know? So, yeah. um, and you're making a joke that I I I'm pretty positive works. Yeah. So you got to be positive works. The the thing I tell a lot of guys with their bios be a little bit self-referential to the profile you've made mm -hmm. so like if there's a picture in your profile or you're doing something in all the pictures reference that make yeah. one reference on that and you're out but one line and done yeah it doesn't need to be anything crazy also like um if you have nothing in your bio i don't care what your photos look like i like I, if i'm the one initiating the conversation sure i don't want to initiate something with somebody who doesn't have anything written about themselves it makes me feel like uh, again you don't give a shit again that's all. the person in the bar that's not the miserable person in the bar that's the that's the person in the bar that's not even like looking at anybody right just not even uh, present Exactly. So like have at least something written in your bio, but nothing too long because A, I'm not going to read the whole thing and I'll automatically swipe and like be like at least pretend like you kind of care. Absolutely. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast 
at gmail.com. Here with Kay Brown at Kay York City on Instagram. Go follow her supporter. So funny. Such a great account. Did let's do help. What's the universe's plan for me? <laughs> Came to the right place. <laughs> Before we get into this email, we're sponsored people. Mattress firm. I love mattress firm. A lot of mattress companies out there that just deliver you a mattress and they say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Lay on it. Yeah, true. <laughs> but you don't want to do that. You yeah. want to know what you're getting into because this is a big purchase. So mattress firm has uh, stores all over this great nation that you can go walk in, you can test them, you can look at the the product. So if you go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast, you can see all the deals that they have happening right now. So you can go into a mattress firm, look at all the shit, then go online, check out the deals at mattressfirm.com slash podcast. They have a 120-night sleep trial and a 120-night low-price guarantee, so you know you paid the right price. Listen, I'm a Mattress Firm fan. I've said it a lot on this podcast. It's old school, new school. So they're the new school. They're going to put deals online for the podcast listeners, but at the same time, they're going to have actual properties that you can walk in and test out the mattresses, which you should do. So go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn how sleeping can be monumentally improved. Mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Go check it out. Hey, Jared. I was hooking up with this guy for almost a year, and our flow was amazing. Neither of us looking for anything serious, just enjoying each other's company. But we ended things a few weeks ago when I ran into him on a date with another girl. Oh, shit. By pure coincidence, I was going to meet my friend for a drink at a random bar when I walk in and I see him with a girl. We weren't exclusive, had never had talked about it, but seeing it, it was harder than I thought it would be. You're not wrong, baby. Um, I ended up telling him that and in an amicable and constructive conversation. We decided we were better as friends. Then last night, after not seeing him for the rest of these past few weeks, I ran into him on a date again. <laughs> what are it's the small chances? Town. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this got serious. This yeah, is crazy. Like, what? Understand so far the story that appears uh, to be no problem. I've been at, at the wrong place at the wrong time and caught feelings for the wrong guy. But here's where I'm really thrown off. These girls I saw him on dates with are twos, like two, two question mark at best. I've heard from mutual friends he's been hooking up with girls or of similar looks, personalities are out at bars. Meanwhile, not to toot my own horn, but I am definitely not a two, two. I generally attract an impressive and attra- uh, attract an impressive and attractive guy. And I'm not as shy uh, to compliments. I'll say I'll be modest and say I'm a seven seven eight. Okay. So I guess uh, what I want to know is where is why would this guy totally disrupt our amazing and clearly sustainable flow only to hook up with unattractive girls? And why does the universe keep throwing this in my face? Why do I keep seeing the my ex hook up with ugly girls? What do you think? Well, was it him? What I want to know was I'm it looking him at that... her. I'm looking at her picture that comes with her email. Okay. She's not wrong. She's okay. very hot. Let's see. Oh, yeah. She's a total babe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, hot, hot. Yeah, hot, hot. Like, I'm into it. Like, yeah. Okay, Would so... Would not toss her back. So, I guess it was, like, was it him that initiated the, um, like, the quote-unquote breakup, or was it... Well, it felt like they were just, like, swimming along in these waters that had no... Um, had no real like reason for them. Like right. they, they didn't have like the, they didn't know what they were, but they're hooking up. They're like, you know, they're being cool. They're having the cool 23 yeah. year old hookup. We're not going to call it out, but we're going along with this type of was thing. Was he seeing any, I also want to know if I need, I wish he was here. Well, I want to know if like he was seeing anybody, like do we know he wasn't seeing anybody else during that time as well? Like they were together. She just said they didn't have the conversation. So um, I, I think what he did, I think he, this dude, what he basically did is he took, 
he took the rope that she gave him and he hung himself with it. So yeah. he was like, he was like, listen, I got this great thing. I got this girl that's like this hot chick who's kind of my backup situation. Yeah. We fuck. And then on other nights I go out and I date and I, you know, see Do if I can open I up new fucks. Yeah, that was a mistake on his part because she's well, super good looking. But, but, the, but the other thing is like, good looking is only as, you know, like, I, I mean, mean there's an old saying. For every hot person, for every hot chick out there, uh-huh. there's a guy that's tired of fucking her. True. So he had climbed your mountain to, ju- you know, just because the other mountains aren't as high as yours doesn't mean mm-hmm. guys don't like to climb those mountains. Okay. So like, yeah. I, I, you're not wrong. It's just different. Guys are attracted to, to different, not better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not going on dates with these twos because he, he's like, oh well. They're way they, better than her, they, yeah. Oh, they wrote such a great bio. Like, that's not his yeah. reasoning. It's not a you versus her situation. It's you and her and mm-hmm. her and her and maybe him. You know, that's, that's, that's you, <laughs> know you never like, know. This but, could be a thing. We don't know what this guy's doing, but I'm saying this girl or this dude is out there and just looking to be with all different Whatever. types of chicks. He clearly is not in a any sort of... Uh, mood for a relationship that is beyond I mean, clearly clear. but I, I i so i guess what i want to know is why would a guy disrupt our the, the thing is that you're we're looking for two different things like have you you've had the have you ever had the friends with benefits thing yeah and it's never a great situation at least in my in my case it's never been great what I, like it somebody always ended up getting feelings or like sure. somebody ended up getting like butthurt about whatever well there's a point where this thing has to grow like the fact that you walked yeah. into this bar and you saw him on a date and you were disappointed meant that you were like oh i thought this was something more and he was mm-hmm. putting and i was getting all his time right and you weren't and that's really feels like you've been like lied to for a long time for sure if you see a guy on one date with a girl he's on a date with seven girls yeah you know this isn't just he this is the one time he got caught twice yeah twice <laughs> So he's been on dates with 14 other... This guy's got to be exhausted. I know, like, so tired. Also, like, what are the chances? Like, I have legitimately tried running into my exes, and I can't Yeah. <laughs> Where do they live in? Mayberry? I like, know. I, I just think, like, the, the... the You're lucky to have found this out. Yeah. Her. Judging the girls that he's going with now, that's not... That this is nothing. Is, that says nothing about who you are. It has, a, and also, all. it's nothing the female brain can comprehend. Yeah, you cannot comprehend. Like, yes, people have types. Yes, people have this and that. But I talk to dudes every night, and mm-hmm. we talk about chicks, and we look at girls. You'll see one girl walk by, and we'll all go check her out, and we'll all go, "Oh my god, look how hot that chick is!" Mm-hmm. And then a girl who's ten inches taller and a different complexion, and 50 pounds heavier and we're looking at her and going look at her and still hot and you'd be like what are you what yeah it doesn't matter you'll never figure this out he's with twos because that's who will fuck him and that's what he was feeling that night i guess this guy's a coxman he's just (laughs) looking to throw it around yep and whoever it hits is gonna fucking get an hpv so now what you (laughs) need to do is go find yourself another like eight to 10, yeah. make sure he sees you. Well, that's <laughs> okay. Don't there's do something, that. But I know what do that. Like if you, but I'm saying like, don't waste your time or yeah, and no. energy on this guy because you've already wasted like a good year with him and mm-hmm. that stinks, but use the things you liked him to judge the next guy. And also don't be, 
just know that like he's gonna text you and be like 10 uh, five months down the road and be like hey what's happening and it's like He's still doing that. He's going to like your Instagram post and you're going to see it and then whatever. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We have another sponsor. You guys have heard me talk about movement. MVMT. You know those two college dropouts that started their own watch company? The company has grown like crazy. And now there are almost 2 million watches sold in 160 countries. Listen, I love movement because they're like us. Small business. Mm-hmm. We were a little podcast, and then all of a sudden, a couple listeners, and a few more listeners. Movement's the same way. And then here we are. Now here we are in this huge, grand studio. <laughs> uh, movements are all about looking good and keeping it simple. So movements, they you know, they start at just $95 a fucking watch. It's crazy. Department stores, you're looking at 400 to 500 bucks. Movement figured out by selling online. They were able to cut out the middleman and retail markup. Providing the best possible price. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns going to MVMT.com slash JTrain. That's MVMT.com slash JTrain. These are great birthday gifts. It's also the type of watch. And Kay, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, let's hear it. I don't like when a guy looks like they're trying to show off with their watch. Yeah, it needs to be more like, okay, so you have a watch. <clears throat> I also like when guys have watches on. Sure. I feel like there's there's a certain type of guy that wears a watch, and I'm like into it. Sure. But it's nothing too like flashy or crazy or like these giant like... The ones that are too big, it's almost like you were trying to tell people you were rich. You're wearing like a fake. Right. And it's like, we know it's cheap. Yeah. These are subtle. These are classy. Mm-hmm. And they start at 95 bucks, and I'm giving you 15% off today with free shipping and free returns. Go to MVMT.com slash JTrain. MVMT.com slash JTrain. See why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. Go to MVMT.com slash JTrain. Join the movement. Total catch or near miss. Okay. And you can send in anything you like. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I met this guy on a dating app who I've been seeing for about a month. We hit it off immediately, have great chemistry, but there's some red flags that I can't seem to get over. Ready? One, his best friends are all girls. He confides them, goes to events with them, et cetera, and reassures me that there's nothing there. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I asked him how many people he's been on dates with through this app, he said 30 girls in the span of two years. He's also dated two girls through it. That's not that big a deal. No. I peeked at his phone once and saw many texts from different girls. I once he peeked at his calendar, saw one of our date nights there was an event titled with a girl's name. He's so experienced with dating and relationships that I cannot see him uh, seem to bring myself to trust him. I really enjoy being with him, but I feel guilty for not moving as fast as some of the girls he's been with in this previous relationships. What to do, oh wise one. I'm like concerned about this calendar that he has with like all of these girls yeah. <laughs> written down. Is this like some sort of like rotation or and I want to know if like she's met any of those girls. Because... Are you single? Okay. Yeah. Um, how many dates are you going on like a week? Um, I don't usually go on more than like two. I mean, I think at one time I went on like three dates, but like I have like shit to do during the week and like, you know, so I would say like one to two. On weekends, are you meeting up with guys via apps? Um, not on weekends because I reserve my weekends for my friends. Like on a Friday night and a Saturday night, like I'm not going to give up my nights for a guy that I don't know if I'm going to even like. I hear you. So it's like a Monday through Thursday, we do like a happy hour, whatever, and then go from there. Yeah, I ask these questions because there's a certain, like I'm on these apps. I'm I'm out there. I've been on them. And there's a, it's been gamified to such a point that there's a lot of, especially like, if you're dealing with structured people mm-hmm. and a lot, I see, I hear this from guys a lot 
where they're like, I got two dates in this week and two dates in that, you know, like they've, they've since the thing, you know, the thing that you meet people on is so structured that they've transferred that to the dating cycle. So like this yeah. guy sounds like the type of dude that is like really kind of figured out the apps, the algorithm, the <laughs> algorithm. Yeah. yeah. And this happens a lot and mm -hmm. you can get caught down that wormhole where you're like, I swipe on Sunday, make a date for Thursday, meet yeah. up on the weekend and she's out. Unreal. You know, the, the 2018 dating wash. Which, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't, I don't know. So like a guy like this where he has names in the calendar, a lot of the friends that are girls. weird. It feels like he likes, it attention. doesn't feel like he, yeah, it feels like he likes attention. And he does, it feels like this guy, so like not trusting him, like I get it. Like I don't trust him. Yeah. But you are liking him. So I think the one thing that you can do is own your distrust. You can own it mm -hmm. and be like, yeah, I don't like that. Also, if like, if you're liking him and also kind of, uh, you know, distrusting him or whatever, then there's clearly other, there have to be other girls that are feeling the exact same way. Absolutely. And so, I don't know, red flag for me. I would just, you know, the one thing I like to do is ask questions. Mm -hmm. The answers are in the answer. You know, like they don't answer your questions, but then how they answer them. Yeah. So I'd be like, who's that girl? Like, I, I always ask questions because people talk themselves into bullshit. <laughs> so it's like if you say to him, like, like if you say to, say to a guy, all your friends are girls, I go, yeah, what's the problem with that? And you would have to say, yeah, there's no problem with that. I'm a feminist. I don't care. You right, know, like, yeah, like have, you have whatever friends you want. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm so easy. But you if you say. Right question. <laughs> yeah, you got to ask that. You don't, you're not asking the right questions. Uh-huh. So if I was like, hey, who's Linda? How'd you, you know how'd you meet Linda? Mm -hmm. She seems cool. And this is you playing Matlock. Matlock would right. seem like he didn't know the answers. And then he, all of a sudden he knew the answers. Yeah. So you just ask, but you have to ask specific pointed questions to gauge, you know, gauge your trust level with someone. Like when I ask a girl a question, I'm like, you know, if I, a lot of times I'll be like, oh, you know, when was your last boyfriend? And then all of a sudden, plates start spinning. I know. <laughs> they don't know how to answer the fucking question. I'm like, oh, this girl's fucked up on some dude. I know, like, she's definitely so... Yeah, yeah there's something going on. There's something up. And it's not the answer, it's how they answer. So, mm -hmm. like, for this guy, this girl, I would look at him and go, who's so-and-so? Uh, I saw her name pop up. Yeah. And that's not you being crazy. That's you just no. noticing shit. That's you asking a simple... Who is that? And he should be like, oh, that's my friend that I met via blank on a blankety blank on a blankety D. Mm -hmm. And if it's not as simple as that, then there's something, there's something going on. And I would keep doing it. Like, I think anyone who's in like these beginning phases, are you talking or are you asking? And and like if you're already feeling like um, he's up to something or like you're looking at his phone or you're looking at his calendar and you're seeing the stuff. It'll if never work. If, yeah. If you're already like you've already psyched yourself up about all this stuff, it's not going to work because then you're always going to have this like underlying trust. You should. Yeah. I mean, from the beginning, if you're already doing that, it's not going to it's not going to work out. Yeah. But but take a step back. I agree with you. Yeah. If you're doing all this investigation, you know, you're fucked from jump. Yeah. But if you're out there dating, ask more questions mm -hmm. because those questions, I think a lot of times we feel like we're we're on stage when we go on dates. So it's like, I got to perform. I got to kill. And it's like, no, but they have to kill, too. So oh, if you're yeah. asking. So that's when I, when I go out with someone, I want to know when's the last guy? When's the what do you do? Who do you hang out with? 
Mm-hmm. And if that like, you know, who's your, you know, who's your best friend? Who do you like go to uh, like on a Saturday that you can always like count on? And then like. Those are great questions, Jared. These are great. Listen, <laughs> maybe I'm this, I'm this guy. I'm the pro. <laughs> but I'm saying these questions get you answers in other forms. It's mm-hmm. not it's not that you care about the answers. It's it's are they comfortable with themselves enough to have answers? Yeah. You know, because I you know, I'll go out with a lot of girls and I'm like, they'll answer certain questions. I'm like, yeah, this person doesn't isn't you know, isn't in the place that I'm at. J Train mm-hmm. Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with K York City on Instagram. Go check her out. She's fantastic. We got one more sponsor people. Let's hear it. This is my favorite sponsor. No, this is not my favorite. I like all my sponsors the same, Equally. like my children. Mm-hmm. But I like this sponsor because I, I have good talking points for them. Okay. I know why this listener should buy from this sponsor. Hit me. Blue Apron. Oh, okay. yeah. They're the leading. <laughs> have you ever done it? I have. It's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I love Blue Apron. Okay, good. They're the leading meal uh, kit delivery system in the U.S. And why is that important? Because you know it's going to come to you the right way. It's not going to be fucking thrown into a box. Yeah, like and it's slot. like garbage. It always looks really nice. Number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system. They have a two-person meal plan, a family meal plan, a wine plan. Featured upcoming meals are strip steak, soy glazed Korean rice cakes, spicy chicken, Creamy fusilli, all good stuff. Here's the reason you want to buy this. Uh, two reasons. I'm loving this wine plan, though. Wine plan's good. Yeah, like that's great. Blue Apron. Uh, so I've gotten these. Here's why I love it. I put on my headphones. I listen to a podcast. I make it. You Very few things after you get out of college is beginning, middle, and end. There's never a pat on the back. There's very few <laughs> things in life do you get to put the bow on and feel that you've accomplished a task? Yeah. That's why they said the, we used to be happier when we were farmers. You knew when the day was over, you did your work. This is today. We're all unhappy because we never finish any tasks. <laughs> Let Blue Apron be the thing that you finish. Also, they're portioned right so you don't eat like a fat animal every fucking night of the week. When you yeah. shop for yourself, you eat like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. This is the right portion and when you're done, you go to bed and you wake up skinny. So Love that. Blue Apron is treating J-Train listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash J-Train. That's blueapron.com slash J-Train, blueapron.com slash J-Train. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off blueapron.com slash J-Train. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Listen, Papa JT just gave you $30 fucking dollars. Go use it, blueapron.com slash J-Train. If you don't use it, you're basically losing money. You're an idiot. I like this title. Because I like when someone comes in with their theories. Okay, let's go. Dating app pet peeve. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> hey, Papa JT. That's me, Papa JT, Uncle J Train, King of Brunch, Omelette Overlord. King of Brunch. The Wizard of Weddings. Salt. I do love the J Train Omelette Hour. Just saying. <sighs> it's got to come back at some I point. I know, we got to bring I it back. I was eating too many eggs. <laughs> <laughs> salt and a swipe. Hey, Papa JT, I'm a 25-year-old single gal in the city. I'm on dating apps. While I don't expect every guy I go on a date with to be my next boyfriend I know I'm not looking for a fuck buddy. I'm not trying to do the whole midnight drunken meetup on a Saturday night thing. I'd prefer a proper first date, see where it goes from there. You know what's interesting? She wrote what she wants. Yeah. 
what people need to stop doing is then trying to force someone who's not doing the thing they want to be the person that they want them to be. Yeah. Because a lot of girls, she's right, I don't want the whole drunken meetup thing on a Saturday night. Okay, so if a guy texts you on a Saturday night drunken to meet up. Don't go. <laughs> and stop texting with that. Yeah, guy. like that's it. Why? That's it. He didn't, you have standards. She just announced her standards and she's, you know, I'm not saying she's doing this, but I hear this a lot from women. They're like, I'm not looking for that, but he keeps doing it. It's like, eh, well, it's like, well that's you what he responding. wants. keep responding. If he's not my boyfriend material and ends up being a little more casual, I'm fine with that for now. Okay. My absolute biggest pet peeve is when guys ask me what I'm looking for on dating apps. See screenshot below. I don't want to say I'm looking for something serious and scare a guy off. I know my first date, uh, I, I know not every first date will result in a relationship, but that's fine. The real reason I'm on dating apps is to go on dates and see if there's a connection and take it from there. When guys ask the question, it makes me think they're trying to weed out anyone who's looking for something remotely. Yes, they are. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, wanted to yeah. get your take on this. How would you suggest I respond to guys that ask the question in a way that reflects my feelings but doesn't scare them off? Or do I just consider a red flag not bother answering that guy at all? Thanks in advance. Keep doing what you're doing. So she wrote, um, so this guy wrote, just watching some college. So th this is the conversation they have yeah. on Bumble. He's also in a cream colored suit. So we Jeez. know. <laughs> red flag we, right there. A red flag right <laughs> Get away. Out, Get unmatched. rid of Miami Vice. <laughs> just watching some college basketball. And then she wrote, we're watching Parks and Rec. Okay. Ah, oh, nice. So what are you looking for on here? It's also, and then she wrote a math tutor. That's funny. Um, I like <laughs> That's her. Great. I like her. Um, it never not sounds creepy. What are you looking for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Play some like murder music. I feel like this is like, like, <laughs> like you, let's do some J train theater. I feel like we yeah, haven't done that time. in a while. You just be nice lady on the dating app. Hey, what's up? You're okay. light and breezy. Okay. And then this is dude that wants to make sure that you only want to fuck. Okay. Great. So let's begin scene. Shelby, are you ready? We're going to give so that's the scene. Okay. And, and this is the thing. You know what a guy sounds like when he wants to fuck. Oh, absolutely. This guy, what are you looking for on here? Is always, I'm looking to fuck. When you point the finger, there are three <laughs> pointing back at you, okay? And when you point at someone, what are you looking for? That's three fingers pointing back at him saying, I'm looking to fuck. Yeah. So let's begin scene. So we're on the app. Okay. We match. I go first. All right. Hey, how are you? I love your pictures. Thanks. I was just looking at your pictures. Oh, cool. Like, what did, what did you notice about them? I mean, I travel a lot. Oh, you're looking kind of hot. Oh, thanks. You're not Where, too bad yourself. Thanks. Where are you traveling? Um, you know, I went to like Bali last year, which is really cool. So what are you? So what are you? Are you so, still there? Yeah, I'm just. I just want to ask you a question. Mmm. So what are you? What are you looking for on here? Oh, um, you know. <laughs> uh, and then he came onto the screen. End scene. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was him coming. 
<laughs> that was great. That thing, you, play end. that music behind guys and what they're writing, and if it makes too much sense, get yeah. the fuck out of there. He's chasing you around with his penis. With his penis. In Iraq. Get, yeah. <laughs> Shelby, bringing the heat on that music. That's the thing. <laughs> so what are you looking for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's the truth. It, I know. <laughs> because what does he think you're looking for? There's no way to ask that question. In a normal way. So, what are you looking for? You know, like that's... In a, if a girl asks you, she's chasing after you in a wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... That, well, that is the interesting part of it. Mm-hmm. If we can end the music right now. The, the interesting part of it... When a girl asks, what are you looking for on here? She wants super serious. And yeah. if a guy asks, what are you looking for on here? He's looking to meet up five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. A guy, we have to think of why would, so, I was doing a show the other night. It was interesting. This is kind of on topic. I'm on stage here at Stand Up New York. Okay. I'm on stage. I'm wearing a green shirt that's like, has a plaid design to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm on stage, and uh, the set's fine. It's going well. I'm having a good time. And then all of a sudden, this girl just yells out, shirt. (laughs) And I look, and I go, what? And she goes, nothing. And she got weird. And it's like, I go, well, you yelled shirt. And I go, so there's got to be. And so I'm on stage, literally in the mic. I'm doing the math on why she would yell shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, I don't complain about the rain. I just bring an umbrella, okay? I used to, you know, growing up, you're so sensitive. You're so sensitive. I'm not sensitive. I just notice. And I'm just because I notice doesn't mean that I'm mad about it. I'm just telling you the reality. Sure. So I'm like, shirt. So now let's do the math. Why would she yell shirt? She either thinks it's a good-looking shirt or it's a bad-looking shirt. You don't just yell out shirt if you think it's good-looking. That means she doesn't like the shirt. And I said this all in the mic, and she kind of got uncomfortable. I go, so that means... You think this shirt is ugly and you were looking to make fun of me, but you couldn't get anything out of your system except shirt. And she looked at me like wide eyed, like, yeah, you nailed it. Automatically, like, second, like, cause of death, secondhand embarrassment for this girl. (laughs) And, but this is the thing. It's like, let's, let's look at the fat part of the meme, you know, like the, the, the bell curve of life. Most people are in the middle of the bell curve. So most guys that come online and go, what are you here for? They're not wondering if you're ready to settle down with them on The Bachelor. They're not Ari asking that question. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and if a girl has that, so again, going back to kind of the beginning of this episode, light and airy. There's nothing light and airy about that question. No. What are you here for? That means he's like, I got a dick full of cum and I need to put it somewhere. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes means run the fuck away. Yeah, but if like, a girl says that, she's like, I got this fucking like I've been basket single. of wedding invitations. I needed someone to go with. I know. Yeah. I mean, there that that question is never light on any side. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I started dating this girl a few months back. 
I'm really into her, and as far as I'm concerned, it's mutual. She always tells me how into me she is, etc. However, this is the first girlfriend I've had in about three to four years. I've dated a lot, but nothing serious, so I never really cared about things when south. Now I have something I can lose. It stresses me out constantly. I find myself often questioning if I'm more invested in her Vested than she is. In the past, I've always been the one to care less, so it always worked out. I never got hurt. It's different now. How can I bring that confidence over to this relationship in a healthy and positive way? I really want to work uh, this to work and can see myself with this girl for a while. I'm just so in my head about everything that I'm giving myself anxiety in the matter. What do you think? Um, I mean, like, if it's going to work, it'll work. And if it's not going to, it yeah. won't. There's no reason to, like, you know, stress about it and freak yourself out about it because, I mean... Have you ever been with a guy that was like too into you? Um, honestly, no. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, like I've been, I mean, I've like dated like casually a guy that's been way more into me than I had been into him. But, and but in my like long-term relationships, it's always like, I've always gave way more of a shit. Well, the casual one, this, this is interesting to me when you didn't really give a shit and that person gave more of a shit. Yeah. Did it push you away? Um, is there an element guess, of that? Of like, I guess, oh, yeah, I... there is. There, I guess there is like a little bit of an element where it's like, um, where I feel like I don't have to work as hard because I know he's going to like me anyways, or like I can do whatever I want because he's so into me. So I guess there's that like, it never really, it didn't, I guess it doesn't push me away, but it makes me feel like I don't have to try as hard and yeah. that I don't have to care as much. I think it's like a value system thing too, where it's like yeah. this guy, I hear where he's coming from. I've been that guy. Totally. I've been that guy where I'm like, oh my God, I'm not good enough for this girl. I need to fucking make sure every moment that I'm not getting texted by her, I'm fucked, you know, I'm fucked. She's dating another guy. She's, you know, another dude is See, six See, I'm usually deep. on that, I'm usually on that side. Mm -hmm. Like, that's usually me because, like, my brain is, like, insane and that's all I think about, but I have been on the other side, so. Let's think worst case scenario. You lose this chick. Okay. All right. Are you going to live? Yeah, you'll live. Are you going to be better off for not being with someone that doesn't want to be with you? Yeah. Yes. So think of it in terms of positive. The other thing I'll tell this person is dig into your own shit. The moment that you're like thinking a lot about a relationship and where you guys stand and how you guys stand, that's the minute you're letting other parts of your life just go by. So dig into work, dig into school, dig into those things that make you a good person and feel good. Talk about that blue apron thing, finishing tasks. Mm -hmm. That makes you feel confident. Yeah. I've been like, uh, last week I had to write for a few things and I had to get like a lot, you know, when I, I had a few projects that came up and they were asking to be done by the end of the week. And in the beginning of the week, I was like angry. I was like in a bad mood. I was like, fuck, I'm not gonna, I'm not good enough to do these things. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not good enough to like be involved in these things that I'm gonna be making these projects for. I'm not funny enough. And I was getting in my own head with my own confidence. The minute I put on my phone, I put a timer for 45 minutes. And I was like, I'm spending 45 minutes on this project. And it got to the end and I heard the ding 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 and I spent the 45 minutes on it. And I looked at it, I was like, oh wow, I'd done all this shit. Yeah. I felt immediately better and more confident. Yeah. Accomplished. So this is the advice I'm going to give this guy. Put a 45-minute clock on your phone. Put it the fuck down. Let it ring when it rings. And go to work on whatever you need to work on. School, your job, whatever it might be. But get away from the world of the wormhole of like what's going on in my relationship is like what's going on in this person's life oh they've added to their Instagram story and I didn't even get an announcement about it like you know like <laughs> as if that would ever happen but those are the yeah. thoughts you have when you're in a relationship and you're not confident you need yeah. to be confident in the things you do to be like 
yeah, if they don't want to be a part of this life, get the fuck out. That, I mean, that's exactly true. Like like I said, if it's going to work, it'll work. If it's not going to, then it won't. And you move on and find some another relationship that will work and that you feel more confident about. Boom. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Girlfriend's friend who I'm into. Girlfriend. Oh, okay. So his girlfriend, he's into his girlfriend's friend. So I have a younger girlfriend, and she has a friend who's my age, and she's in one of my classes. I see her all the time when I go out, and I actually tried going for her a year ago, but then got rejected, and then I started dating the girl I'm with now. Huh. For a few weeks now, my interest in her has sparked up again, and I don't know how to deal with it. Help me out. Yikes. Um, with that, I feel like I I feel like you need to maybe talk to your girlfriend about, like, um, the fact that you did have a thing for that girl and you had tried mm. for that girl before mm-hmm. because if you at least like if she knows you think you should tell her about the other girl ah, maybe not oh this is really hard one doesn't happen without the other I hear what you're saying he's yeah. got to take care of one thing before the other and you're right he's got to take care of the current girlfriend before he can get with this ghost obviously you're not that into the girl that you're with yeah. that you're like still looking at this friend so let's take care of that first. So you got to go to your girlfriend. You got to end it. You got to say to her, yeah. you don't fuck the friend while still with the girlfriend. It's just not going to work out that way. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to jump from one girl to the next. It's not going to work out that way either. So you need to take the the girlfriend that you're with and be like, hey, done. Yeah, and that way. Thank you, but no thank you. And then take time away from it that you guys can kind of find each other naturally beyond her being a friend of your girlfriend. I'm not saying that it will happen at all. The, your interest in her doesn't mean that she has no interest in you. Right. But let's just come to terms with the reality that you don't like the girl you're with as much as you maybe say. And that'll be an it'll be an easier transition because if you and that do if you and that girl like actually get together, um, she won't think like, oh, she broke up with her just to get with me. Like there's no mess about mm. it. Like there's no um there's no like the intertwining like I'm breaking up with her and going straight to this one or like because depending on how good of friends those two girls are, mm-hmm. that could be really messy and could totally fuck you over. And the probability is just not there. Yeah, no. You're 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 shooting darts at a target a thousand miles away. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way you're gonna make this shot. So instead make the shot easier. And you know, the use the short game. The, the short game is let's do a couple chips before we get to the fucking green. So the chips are you break up with your girl, you kind of separate from her a little bit. You might find yourself around the friend in other circumstances. Maybe that happens. I don't think it will. No. I think you got no chance. She turned you down already. Just because now that you're finding new interest doesn't mean that you deserve her more or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Just saying. But at least it'll open you up to meet new people that are not around this friend group. But the the real issue is the girlfriend, not the girl you're finding. Yeah, point blank, you're not into your girlfriend like you should be. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Kay Brown, thank you for coming on. Oh, my God. This is so much fun. Thank you. So fun to have you. Uh, So funny. Go follow her on Instagram. At K York City, K A Y Y O R K C I T Y. Go follow her on Instagram. So funny, so fantastic. Shelby, thank you for popping in and out. You the best. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. That's our episode. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep telling your friends, keep spreading the word. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>